What's up, HVAC crew? Welcome back to another episode of HVAC R&D with Rodney Dennis. We're very happy to have a special guest with us this evening. We will introduce her very shortly. So uh, without any further ado, let's get it going. Yeah, come on. All right, so welcome back, HVAC crew. Um, we got a pretty good show coming on tonight. Uh, we got a guest that uh, we've been following on Instagram. She's a she's an Instagram sensation. I got a funny little story story about my daughter. My daughter's ten, and I was showing her, and she's like, "You know what? I think I want to get into HVAC." Actually, um, so, so if that tells you anything about what she's doing on Instagram, it's pretty great. So. Uh, Welcome to the show, HVAC Jess. so much i feel like i need to do that not not your real name right it's, it's just totally hvac fine. jess yep. <laughs> people know me as hvac jess now there you go so yeah so my i was i was showing my daughter the other day uh we were looking we were i just took her through the whole story right just skip through all your posts mm-hmm. and uh She's like, God, that looks so much fun. She's like, it looks a little cold though. I was like, yeah, well, she's in a little colder climate than us. It's it's 70 here in South Carolina in January or almost January. Um, so yeah, tell us a little bit about, I know you've been on a couple shows and I don't want to, you know, have you give us your whole story, mm-hmm. um, but just a little bit about how you kind of got into this. Okay. Um, so my f- my story goes like this. My dad has always been in HVAC refrigeration. He's always been a refrigeration mechanic. Um, and then my brother followed in his footsteps right after high school. And I didn't, I went to university, got an office job, like it was expected. And then finally in my mid thirties, I had an opportunity to join the family business where I started in the office. And then, uh, it was really more about, not knowing the words, the jargon, like right. I always say this, and I think it's, it's hilarious to me now, but back then it was a serious thing. Like I had no idea the difference between a compressor or a condenser or a capillary tube or a contactor 
or you know all of these c words that sound sort of similar (laughs) yeah and i'm like i don't like why is this one cost so much why does this one take so long to install um and then not only that was my dad and my brother came back to the office all these tales of their adventures like they'd seen all these cool interesting things and these people and it's like why do i have to sit behind a computer all day this sucks so (laughs) so i asked them if i could go on a couple of ride-alongs just kind of get an idea for their day and i loved it so much that i would rather be out of the office than in and i would just squirrel away all of my bookkeeping and all of my admin stuff and do it in the evenings and weekends and then because i was spending so much time with my dad in the field i was like you know what i'm just going to register as an apprentice and make this official so yeah there we are now now when you say the register as apprentice i've i've been curious kind of how that works um because here you know like correct me if i'm wrong dennis but you know i grew up my dad was a contractor in north carolina so i've been around it since he could stick me in a work truck and force my labor right but you know we for us if we wanted to take the test we didn't ever have like an apprentice registration we just had to prove hours of time in the field in order to go take our test and then well i north think carolina's that's got different levels so, yeah, it's pretty much the same thing. Um, of course, it depends on. Uh, it could be company related too, right? Like, uh, you know, you go to HVAC school for eighteen months or two years. You get out. It depends on the company. You could go to work for a large company, and and they start you out as, as an apprentice, right? You do um, like around here, it's warranty tech, right? You change filters, you clean the outdoor unit check the capacitor, you know, give it a once over, uh, you know, basically just routine. But we don't have like a, a formal registration, like we're apprentice level this. And then no, understand not that I know of. Do you work your way like from three to one or or how does that work on your side, Jess? So for us, there's four levels. Um, and the way I do it is I'll, I'll be working in the field. Um, and then I'll do the first level is about six weeks in class a full-time school and then you're back in the field um and then for me the wait time between actual technical trainings is quite a long time um so that's why it's taking me so long it's probably going to take me about five or six years in the end to be fully qualified so each level has its own amount of registered um sorry apprentice hours that you need to log um and so at the end of the day after all of my four levels i have to have logged seven seventy two hundred hours and also passed all of my four level exams with 70 percent or higher and then at that point i can apply and write my red seal exam which is like it's like the major qualification in canada i can use it across any province um okay yeah but but yes it, it's very strict and rigid um, it sounds so like my, it's, i like it i yeah, do too like, because you yeah. actually have to prove I feel like you have to prove competency more now. Yeah. Here's- and school is intense. It is really intense. And I really think that people need to do that schooling part. I, you know, I, I have lots of friends on Instagram and they're like, oh, I never did the school part. What? <laughs> How? Well, yeah, that's, that's here. And, like, and that's, that's here. And that's, here right. and that's why it's so interesting to hear you say that. Because my yeah. next question to follow that is, you know, is everything that you do in your training, is it purely technical or do they you know, sprinkle in, well, you're going to need, you know, like, this is your business portion of your training. No. You have to, un- and see, mm-hmm. 
no business training. And see, half of the tests now in our state, actually almost more than half of it now, is based around business training. That if you can pass that, you can almost skip the technical side of it and you can get a license and not know a damn thing. That's crazy. Well, even our license test, you know, it's a four-hour test. 50, uh, well, there's there's 50 questions that are business um and you know it gets into like workman's comp and all this mm-hmm. um but on the test side it's a lot of codes right you know how many how far apart are hangers on a gas line and right. um once again you know there might be three when i took it there was like i remember having three like refrigeration questions <laughs> like wow. what what is uh you know what is superheat and i'm like what you know huh. And then, yeah, so. Ours gets really technical. Ours is like, um, you know, label the parts of a solenoid valve. Like, mm. or like, <laughs> it's just so technical. And it's, it, I think it's great because it gives you really an understanding of the inner workings of things like motors and, right. and things like that. But it's, so, for, the, for me, that's the hardest part is that, like, remembering that, like just cramming that information into your brain and trying to recall it when the question gets asked on the, on the exam, like, is it normally open? Is it normally closed? Like, it, yeah. Yeah. What a concept. Are y'all listening guys to this? No, I'm sitting here like, uh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, yes. So that being said, we jumped like right into it. Sorry. We didn't really get a good intro here. Um, so typically we, this is good conversation. (laughs) So typically we, we do a little catch up, right? And we, we kind of go over what we're drinking. I don't know what you're drinking, Jess. Are you, oh, you want to get into that? I, I got a good one. Uh Oh, all right. <laughs> Should I tell you is what it, it is right is now? Is it milk or? It is not milk. <laughs> it is not milk. It is not, it is kombucha. So I chose oh. to drink a kombucha today because that is one of my favorite drinks. And this particular one is a watermelon and mint, and it is just glorious. Ooh, I do like me some kombucha. Yes. I haven't had any in a while. It's a really good, uh, that's good for you. Yeah, it you haven't really had any that I can remember you talking about since you got some from that uh, guy that worked part-time at the brewery. Yeah, so we had a guy, that, there's a lot to that, um, that drink. <laughs> uh, we had a guy that worked for us that helped his buddy his buddy started a brewery in charlotte and you'll have you may have to help me on this i don't know if you're a uh, <laughs> connoisseur but there's like a mother that you oh, that yes. they, you have to make it right so he's yep. kept this for i don't know how many years to, oh, to wow. produce um yeah and he, he brought me a case in and of course my wife was like no nah, i am not drinking that really <laughs> Uh, well, you know, it was, I don't know, maybe, maybe That's his funny. was, wasn't that great, but I mean, some of it's pretty stout, this, this, yeah. the flavor. So um, I used to make it myself at home actually before I was, um, an HVAC apprentice. I just do not have the time for it right now, but I used to make it at home and it was the most beautiful thing. Like it's just, it's basically tea and that, right. that, that mother that you talk about, it's, it's actually an acronym. It's, it's called SCOBY. And it's, okay. what is it, this, a systematic culture of bacteria and yeast. Cultures, right. Cultures, there yeah. There you go. And so it forms this thing. As as the bacteria and yeast eat the sugar inside the tea that you, it 
forms this like hard cellulose thing. Um, and that's like the byproduct of it. And then what you get underneath is beautiful effervescent kombucha <laughs> that is just the most glorious thing on my Yes, I was so proud yeah, of I the kombucha it. I made. But it was time consuming. You got to now chop was... up the little pieces of fruit and bottle them all at the right time because otherwise if you'd miss it, it goes it goes sour and yeah. Yeah, so his him selling that is what allowed him to open the brewery itself. That is so like, cool. Um, you know, that's I didn't know biggest, that part of the story. That's crazy. Yeah, that's hmm. his biggest thing. And then he just, you know, now he, he has that and beer. Um, so. Now, Jess, I have to ask, is the knowing how to make homemade kombucha, is that, or I probably just butchered saying that. But <laughs> no, you're good. <laughs> is that a learned it because you're South African and now in Canada thing, which now I'm, st- I'm still want to know how that happened. Um, no. But- okay. <laughs> no, no. It just happened because kombucha was very trendy a couple of years ago, maybe five years. Very trendy. Right. And I just I fell in love with it. And I know it's a, and a bit of an acquired taste, but I fell in love with it. And I was spending like $4 a bottle on it. And just kind of learned it on the internet and gave it a try and it just worked. It was one of those yeah, things that just right. worked. Yeah, like moonshine. Everybody's like, I got to just make Absolutely. That. And then it's it's <laughs> a, little, a little hobby of yours and then you get really proud of what you've made. Right. <laughs> yeah. So what so are you drinking, Ryden? Uh, so I actually have two different ones tonight. Same brewery, but two different ones. So... Uh, Bujum Brewery is a nice little place uh, not far from where I grew up um, in Waynesville, North Carolina. And the one I'm working on right now is a Hounds of Hellas, which is a Munich lager. And then I have, for next round as we get further in this conversation, <laughs> um, we have their, I guess it would be their, would be their winter sour ale, I'm guessing, is a Bramblewood or Brambleberry Goose sour ale, which is a raspberry and blackberry sour. Yeah, so Ryden's his drinks are always I know, right? Like all his drinks, I'm like I'm drinking bourbon. Like that's all I got. Um I do that a lot too. It's Willet bourbon. Uh, it's good bourbon, but yeah, he says his he says those and I get hungry listening to him (laughs) tell the names of his drinks. (laughs) That's funny. All right, so how was your Christmas? Good Christmas? Yeah, pretty good Christmas. Fairly quiet. It was nice. Yeah, I know the, uh, I don't know about up there, but the the little COVID bug is uh, kind of getting around again. And I'm in South Carolina. It's, we're already getting emails from the school and mm. I was yeah. kind of glad to see my brother, my brother and my dad came down and get to see them before that whole thing happens again. again. I feel like we're headed towards that again. I know. Makes, makes me nervous for Vegas. Makes me very nervous. Yeah, we... I was just going to say, we we got a lot of that coming up, a lot of travel coming up. Um, yeah. yeah. I know flights are getting canceled left and right. Mm. I know our work, we have a get-together for our work um, on the distribution side, our end-of-the-year kind of thing. Everybody meets up, and it's up in the air still. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they pulled the trigger on that, but... Um, so we haven't even said where you're at. I mean, everybody should know, but you're, so where are you located exactly? 
I am in Vancouver, BC. Actually, I'm in a little bit of a suburb of Vancouver called Port Coquitlam. Okay. Yeah, but uh, I basically live in Vancouver, and it is a beautiful city. So I have, I am in the, in my little neighborhood, the guys I play golf with, so I am in the Canadian loop. <laughs> I am the only, uh, you know, Southern guy they let come play golf with them. So I play golf with three hockey players. Um, one's from, um, actually two of them are from, uh, God, I knew I was going to forget this. Um, uh, <laughs> what's the little Island up there? Uh, uh Victoria. No, uh, God, I just drew a blank. It's, um, insert Oak Island joke here. <laughs> it, yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, they all got their citizenship last year. Uh, I live in my neighborhood. Great guys. Oh, very um, good. I think it was funny when we were, like the day before they were taking their test, they were quizzing all of us with the citizenship stuff. And this is stuff <laughs> I learned in the fifth grade. So yeah, yeah. We, we were terrible. Like, we had no <laughs> idea any of the answers. I felt, of course, riding, riding being the, the history major would probably kill it, but... I probably um, wouldn't anymore. <laughs> um, oh, Newfoundland. That's what I was thinking of. Oh, okay, okay. That's on the other side of the country for me. Totally other side. Yeah, I mean, just way out there. Mm, I'd love but, to visit there. It looks so pretty. Yeah, Actually, I mean... <laughs> did, it, did I tell you... Which, I don't think anyone's listening to this. It's going to care. Um... But my nephew's moving to Nova Scotia. Ooh. Oh, wow. Supposedly. Which I thought was random. But Actually, there his... was um, an article that came out a couple days ago saying that Nova Scotia is the new big trendy place to go. I think they just, really? they just passed a million uh, people that live there, population. Yeah, it's a growing place. Well, and she, his, um, his wife... Is a well, I don't even know exactly the right term for it. She's a hell of a lot smarter than me. Um, she's a doctor, she's about to finish her doctorate, and for her, I think she's actually going to be a neurosurgeon. Oh, wow! But for her, like, she can actually make way better money as a neurosurgeon in Canada than she can here. Hmm. Interesting by a landslide. You know what? She'll probably do that for a couple years and then she'll get into HVAC. Probably. I mean, yeah, that seems to be the trend right now. Right. <laughs> All right. Why so, not? Why not? So we'll get into some HVAC here. So I don't know if you've noticed, but it seems to be the trend of not only women getting into HVAC um, or, or, you know, blue collar jobs as far as that goes. I follow a ton of uh, girls on Instagram that are like working on cars and, yeah. you know, that whole thing is just. I love that. I've always, I've never understood the whole separation there anyway, but mm -hmm. it is what it is. Um, but what are you seeing up there as far as just, I mean, the, the trade industry is such on the struggle bus right now. And if, if we had to ask the right person, we ask the right person. Um, right. Yeah. I mean, what are y'all are, I don't, I don't know about your company your your dad's company as far as growing and trying to find people, but, um, that, what what are you seeing up there as far as young kids getting into the trade and stuff like that? Yeah. 
I think it's it's following everywhere, really, the trend. It's hard to get people to get into the trades and then hard to get them to stay, it seems. My, right. my dad's business is very small. It's just the three of us. So my dad, myself, and my brother. Um, and for us, I, as long as my dad is um, running the show, I don't really see us growing. Um, okay. Although once he has probably retired eventually and my brother and I take over, I think we, will, we would like to grow. But the general feeling I hear around is, is, is that people are hard to find, employees are hard <laughs> to find, and they're That's hard true. to keep. And it confuses me because trade school is so set in such demand. So what I'm so for example, I did my level two in March of this year, and I am not able to go into my level three until November of 2022. So there's a huge gap of time between, and that's because there's a wait list. People want want these courses. Wow. But but then there's no people to hire. It's it's I just I don't it's, understand. It's weird. And what, what I would say, though, is compared to about 10 years ago, is that there's so many, there's so much more competition now. Back about 10 years ago, there was definitely vans on the road, like you would see HVAC vans all over the place. But now you see them every second car. Like, I feel like all of the, the larger companies have maybe broken down into like a man with a van type situation. Yeah, I have heard that those are, they're getting bought out, right? Yeah. I've heard that's a new thing. It's just buying investors buying up companies and doing that whole thing now my question though and i wonder this at times too do you also feel you see more competition because in the last decade there's been such a shift in how we go to market and how much more money has been spent in marketing dollars by heating their businesses to try to get their name out there i would say you know yeah 10 years ago or you know even when you know when i was still in the field in well, your dad riding still doesn't advertise. No, no, I mean, he doesn't. But it's I'm like saying eighty years in the industry. <laughs> I know, but he, he doesn't have to. He has the that classic. Right. Well, they don't uh, rainbow yeah. rude sign that that's, that just brings the business. Um, but no, it's I never noticed vans the way I do now. Like even when I went when I first went to college in Asheville, like there was I didn't see heat and air vans. I drive through Asheville now, and I see. 20 now yeah. some of that is because professionally well, it for, is my job yeah. to look for hvac vans now so i spot them <laughs> in my sleep but it's it's a huge difference from the way it was before like you never saw people spend the marketing money they do now to try to build leads and build business it's just it's a different animal altogether yeah but i, and well, I also think social media yeah. has got a bit of in that as well because mm-hmm. Correct. I think a lot of techs now are now realizing that if they take pride and they show what they like their craft, people notice that. Oh yeah, I mean, especially social media on on Instagram. I'll look on there, and you know, of course, me and Ryden are obviously sharing the our, our page, and we're mm-hmm. kind of working it together. But um, we, we we follow a company on there. I don't even know where they're at. They're like in Arizona, and it's it's just so good to watch them. And I'm like, why are we even following? Like, why am I even watching this? This is a company we have no, you know what I mean? I have no connection with, but I can't stop watching their stuff. I mean, yeah. and that's just, that's just where we're at social media. I mean, it's a, um, even a company with one van, right? They go wrap it and you yeah. see it all over town. And it's just that one guy. I mean, exactly. yep. but you'd never know that. And, and no, all you that is, everyone's trying to give off this larger presence of professionalism than they had to do before in order to get attention from someone else. Totally. 
All right, so I, I I was looking at your your page today. So that the whole gas valve thing was that today or was that a? Yeah, uh, the gas valve was today. Yeah, that was our okay. little quick job this morning. So when I was reading that, are, are y'all having some shortage issues on parts up there? Yep. Yeah. Definitely. Did I read that right? Well, okay. I mean, hmm. today's. Hmm. Today's, what the hell yeah, yeah. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> Today's shortage was a little different because I was looking for a three quarter inch regulator, right. not a half inch. Although I will say we needed a half inch on Monday and we couldn't find one in the city at all. So, oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, shortages have been crazy. Uh, and we were hit, like, not only by COVID, but we were hit in mid December by a flood. Um, and it basically. It basically oh. isolated Vancouver from the rest of Canada by road or rail. Oh, dang. It just We had floods and mudslides, uh, and most of our highways were destroyed. So that, on top of the COVID stuff, is it's been tough. It's been, <laughs> and we had That's heat waves random. in the summertime. Jeez. So we we ordered condensing units in July that only showed up in October. It, yeah, it's been <laughs> an interesting time. Now, do y'all? Are y'all uh, one brand specific or do y'all kind of? No. no, we go with whatever we can get. <laughs> well, yeah, I was going to say. I mean, yeah, but but no, we, we service a lot of different brands, like the major brands. Um, right. So, yeah. And some of their stuff has to be OEM and yeah. Now, what what's a major brand in Canada that, I mean, I, well, I don't know how, I know, I know most of the manufacturers from the u.s well manufacturers yeah. that are in the u.s but half of them don't manufacture but you know what i mean um the ones that you would know now are there other names in canada that are just canadian specific brands mm. that are like top tier that we never heard of no i don't think so i mean not off the top of my head my my measly little apprentice head <laughs> no um we yeah because like, you were we working have- on a carrier right yeah Is yeah we know we get the major yeah. brands like carrier and ream and rude and lennox and then Gosh, all the little- she said rude properly yeah she did uh, that. <laughs> that's so that's us that's what we do yeah so we get all of them and uh and all the little spinoffs too like uh, like american standard and pain and all that stuff and see you understand that pain and american standard are spinoff but you would be amazed at how many people i deal with on a daily basis have no clue yeah. I like the term spinoff for those. I've never thought about it that way. I like it. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. So, yeah, speaking of gas valves, I remember, of course, you know, like I said, we're, we literally work in a, in a branch. So I remember several months ago where we had to take what little gas valves we had. Yeah, we had to go ration them out and like and, hide them in the back. Well, no, yeah, we had, or not, yeah, regulate. We had to put them in the back because. No. We would have a guy come in that we've never seen before, had no account, and just go straight to it, right? Um, grab his three-quarter regulator and, can I get 20 of these? We're like, uh, uh no. Um, do you have a license? Yeah. No. No. <laughs> okay. Right, because he's just, he's just going, you know, door to door. Um, and we, we were trying to save those for our, you know, our, our regular customers. And yeah, uh, it's just a crazy time right now with all that um, so crazy well from so one of our suppliers was still um selling mini splits sorry you could only buy a line set if you were buying a mini split 
Like they weren't. Oh, rele- so they're holding them hostage. Yeah, they yeah, weren't releasing them to anybody. Yeah. Oh, yo, you can't just buy a lion's head off by itself. Mm-hmm. Like, oh shit. <laughs> so, well, I, mean, we've, I hate to say it, but I mean, we've we've had situations like that. I'm in that boat right now with flex. Which mm-hmm. now, do you guys use a lot of flex, or you do more hard pipe and and oh, insulation? Uh, most, mostly flex. Uh, yeah. Are you still now? Are you R eight or are you a thicker R value? That I don't know. Yeah, I probably know. R8. I mean, I think. I mean, I couldn't imagine trying to run flex. It was like R10 or anything. Like it's a pain in the ass enough running R8. Yeah. And then yeah, with the insulation over it as well, like that white insulation. Yep. It was nice itchy white insulation. <laughs> what are you using? Quiet flex. All right, so. <laughs> Yeah, we don't. I mean, we. I don't want to. We don't want to get too technical on you, but we do have to ask if you've got any critter stories. Ooh, yes, critter. good critter. Good critter stories mm-hmm. are always fun. Like, you know. Well, I mean, but, I've seen the odd. <laughs> <laughs> what were you gonna say? I don't know. I'm trying. <laughs> We've got a couple episodes where I I just laid into all the critter stories I've got, which in the South it's it's not good. There's oh, no. too many. <laughs> There's too many you come across. I was like, what, like our second episode, we did nothing but tell critter stories for a freaking hour. <laughs> I mean, I got hours and hours of That's critter funny. stories. But so, yeah, what do you got? What do you um, got for critter stories? I've come across a couple of fried mice and stuff. Definitely wasps. Oh, ne- I've never been stung by anything in my life until I've become an HVAC tech and I've been <laughs> stung by wasps like you wouldn't believe. Well, there's so many spots for them to hide on the units. Oh, I know. Then they're just there. But Curtis, I would say I have two. One involves a seagull. Mm, (laughs) Yes. And the other one is a squirrel. But so I was warned by a few Instagram friends around this area about the seagulls in the summertime when it's nesting season. And I was like, cool, that's whatever. That sounds funny. And then I go onto the roof of a building that I've been servicing for quite some time, a couple of years already by myself. And I go up there and, oh, there's a seagull nest. How cool is that? And out of nowhere. I don't even nowhere, know what a seagull nest looks like. It's kind of a mess. And the, the babies are gross. <laughs> They're okay. hideous. <laughs> but it's interesting. I mean, I've never seen one before. So cool. Yeah. The seagulls came in full force. And in the beginning, it was kind of funny. Like, I can't believe this is happening. And then <laughs> maybe five minutes into it, I was like terrified for my life. They Did you get the phone n- out? Did you get anything? I, tr- I tried. I, <laughs> I tried, but I was also like trying to survive. Um, <laughs> I was very scared. And so I was waving filters around. And <laughs> yeah. So when I posted about that, somebody commented and they were like, you should keep bread in your pockets. And I was like, not going to do that. But thanks for the advice. <laughs> or Alka-Seltzer. Keep- Gosh, don't do yeah, that. Yeah, no, no. Oh, no. So yeah, Pete, so f- Peter's gonna come on here and shut us down after I said that. Just bring Randy Johnson. <laughs> so I actually, actually, somebody I heard last week, somebody told me you're not even supposed to feed bread to ducks. Oh really? It's apparently, it's apparently bad for them too. Oh, we love. Think doing about that. that growing up. My mom's like, no take kidding. some bread, feed the ducks. Yeah, you know, it's fun. Okay, <laughs> good. No, but honestly, so, the seagulls can have the bread. They they can. Okay. <laughs> it's very mean, but I don't care for them. <laughs> yeah, no, we're not care. You can't carry bread around in the no, in your tool bag. 
So yeah. Oh, and then another one was a, a recent one was a, a, a squirrel. We we've been working on this building. It's got four split units, and none of them are communicating. Just none of them are communicating. And so we finally opened up the wall a little bit, and a squirrel had found its way in there and eaten everything that it could. Oh, I've like, seen that one. Yeah, That's you right. probably saw I've that on my that. TikTok. I made a TikTok about that because yep. I was like, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> but even it even ate its way through the drywall in the ceiling. Is it's a closed ceiling, and it, I haven't seen this one. Yeah, oh, look for it. Off. It's a good one. <laughs> yeah, I mean they it, just it just... ate everything. Yeah, squirrels. And are, I like squirrels. Terrible, I think but... squirrel, if I could have a squirrel as a pet, I would do that in a heartbeat because they're so cute. But now every time I go to that building and I see a squirrel <laughs> outside, I'm like, don't you dare. Don't I've you heard even. they make pretty good pets if you get them what? small enough. I oh, mean, I want one. I've been seeing, uh, I go down the rabbit hole on, on TikTok and, and oh. people that have raccoon for pets. Oh, I know. Kind of cool. Well, those little tiny fingers. <laughs> oh, my God. Yep. So, um, so what? The, oh, I was gonna say. Well, you're you're no. She she may not have listened. I mean, she probably hadn't heard this episode. But Ryden's when Ryden was a tech and went to a call. Oh God. Um, <laughs> this is probably the worst critter story I've ever heard as an mm-hmm. HVAC. So. On you, a, you tell you tell it. Don't let's finish. let's just let's just picture a mobile home, right? You walk up, you go in. It's it's raised up. Are you familiar with a mobile home type yes. modular home? Okay. Yeah. So he goes in. He opens the door, and he can smell like, you know, like uh-huh. it smells like a farm, right? It's that <laughs> smell of a a barn. But the house is pristine, nice and clean. Oh. <laughs> So he goes down the hall, you know, the house is, the, the unit's not keeping up, not, right? It's pulling in too much hot air from somewhere. So Ryden opens this door to this room and they've got the floor cut out and there's pigs <gasps> on the ground what? in the room. They're living in the room and they can go out of the house because they just, <laughs> they go, you know, out under the wall I mean, outside and then they come back in the house. I, mean, I can't and even they, And they're like, well, they were getting that. cold. I was like, really? What? <laughs> I mean, what if. So, this is what you got to look forward to. Like, oh, fun. <laughs> but th- look at the cool story you get out of it. That is yeah. a cool story. Yeah, it's better that's, than a that's, cubicle. That's a weird one. But... <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's like six or seven full grown pigs just hanging out in the house. That's so um, weird. Yeah, he told that story on the show. <laughs> And he didn't even build it up. It was just like his normal thing. <laughs> like right, so that's happens. not. It's like I guess I didn't. I didn't realize just how weird it was. No, that was really weird. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's weird. Have All right. Ever, so what are you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> what did okay, what'd you say? I said, do you have to go back? Did you ever have to go back? No, thank God. <laughs> okay. I think I think I ended up doing the call, and then I think Dad and one of the other guys went and dealt with whatever the problem was. Did you sell them a UV light or anything? <laughs> Man, that was that was at the time that I didn't even realize what IEQ was because nobody cared about it. Mm. No, you were not going to sell them anything IEQ, dude. I was probably <laughs> seventeen. I didn't have a clue. So I think that's that's another cool thing about HVAC, right? Is different parts of the country well from state to state it is so different 
dude, like not to mention two hours away from places like we're or like Hickory. Hickory is an hour from us, and the standard install materials list is night and day with what guys buy out of that store versus what they buy out of our store. It's crazy. Now, do you some of the so your supply and return plenums, right? Mm-hmm. Are do y'all insulate on the inside or the outside? Like, do you wrap it or is it already inside? It's like usually lined? inside. Okay. Yeah. So in Georgia, like everything I did split unit wise when I did install, we built the plenums right in the driveway, and then you 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 bang them together, screw it together, tape it, and then you, we had to wrap the plenums with duck wrap. Mm-hmm. Then you cut the holes out, put your collars on. Like I moved to, you know, North Carolina and I mean, I'm four hours away and literally the first job I went on, it didn't look anything like I learned on. Oh no! I was like, what in the world? So everything here is lined on the inside, even the supply plenums. Okay. Um, so the first job I went on, I'm like, holy cow, they didn't even insulate this thing. What? <laughs> What the heck? Um, so, yeah, I just think it's interesting. Um, that's why I love having, you know, people like you on the show to kind of see what the differences is, mm-hmm. uh, you know, around around the world, around the country. Um, yeah. So what's what do you think the hardest part you've had to change is? Like service wise, like what is the what is the one you dread the most? Hmm. Have you had to do a like a reversing valve or? Luckily, not yet. I haven't done a reversing valve or. That's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, so I'm I'm still an apprentice, so I don't get trusted with a lot of major repairs and stuff like that just yet. My dad is like very with the torches. No, not quite yet. I okay. I need to do more practice before I'm actually doing brazing on like an actual customer's thing. <laughs> If you know well, what that's I mean. good though. That's what um, I'm saying. Like, yeah, I feel like the whole learning process for you is, um, like you're so lucky to have that because we. Yeah. I mean, here you just get thrown. I feel like you just get thrown into it. Well, and I think that's no good for a the the apprentice or b the company that's throwing them in there. Because, no, it's not. Like, yeah. it's or the homeowner for, <laughs> for, for everybody. Good. It's not a good situation, and I mean, I am very lucky. My dad, I, f- I sometimes feel like he's just babying me, like why is it but he I, I'm very grateful the way that he's doing it so um, but back to your point I had to replace a blower motor the other day and I just had a sleepless night about it because you know what if the blade doesn't come off the shaft and all these I'm like I've got to be able to do this by myself and I went right. in and everything went really smoothly and I just felt like a rock star and suddenly <laughs> I'm like invincible <laughs> All my doubts have disappeared until the next day. <laughs> right. Yeah. <that> <laughs> but usually I go into every job just quite nervous and just worried. And then I come out of it victorious. Like well, that's good, though. That means you care. Like I said, I, I remember I remember commenting on that. I was like, hey, you know what? If you lost sleep over it, mm-hmm. that's a good start. Yes, it means you care. Did. I mean, I still, you know, a guy will call me and he's working on a unit. Right. I'm sitting at my desk like. I'm not on the hook for this thing hmm. for once in my life. Like I'm not on the hook. He's working on a unit that he didn't even buy from us, <coughs> yep. yeah. but he's a, he's a customer, right? It's a, it's a, it's a router ream product. So 
Um, and I'm just like, all right, let's fix this thing. Right. So we go through the wiring and we, and we can't get it fixed. And you know, he's like, all right, well, I'll be back tomorrow. And I will literally lose sleep over that. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what is going on with this thing? Like, I want to go out there (laughs) and see it in person, but, um, you know, but maybe it's not something we sold to him. So I can't Mm. essentially go out there, but, um, yeah, I mean, it's good that you, that you, that you have that. I know it's not good to lose sleep, but, um, that means you care and you're thinking about it. Right. And But I also feel like there's um, there's there's a two two layer factor for me is that I am an apprentice, so I want to you know prove myself that I can do this. But also as a, a woman, I also want to prove that I can do the thing by myself. <laughs> right. Some, and sometimes that is a worry. Sometimes my physical strength is is a concern. But like I've been saying in the last little while, my message has been: I think women underestimate how strong they can be. And they're like, they I think, think that right they can't there. do that. And then they give it a try and they're like, oh, oh, I, I can actually do that. Okay, cool. So. Well, and, and Dennis and I talked about the two, you know, we've got such respect for a lot of women that have been in this industry a lot longer. They get zero credit for how long they've put up with all the crap that you have to deal with to be a woman in this industry. It's mm-hmm. not easy and it's yeah. not for everybody. For um, sure. You know, well, the, the, the person we gave our gag gift to the other day. Um, she's our inside sales lady, and I, I would—I don't know what I would do without her. Mm-hmm. Like Terry saves my ass on a daily <laughs> basis with customers or helping me get other things done. Yeah. Um, and I mean, it just—it blows my mind what she deals with on a day-to-day basis, having to deal with it. And I couldn't imagine having to try to do that in the field too at the same time, right. or doing different things when you've got every other person looking at you like, "Oh, you can't do." Yeah. Oh, Terry, Terry being in this industry, you know, 20, I don't know, 20 years, like she don't take no shit. Mm -hmm. You can't like being in this industry as a female, as far back as, I mean, she got out of high school and went straight into this on the distribution side. And, you know, I mean, and, and she's an institution in, in Charlotte, like just about everybody, whether you buy from us or not at some point. (laughs) They know who Terry is. No Terry. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's so awesome. Oh, oh, beer number two. That is not kombucha. <laughs> no, it is not. So how do you how do you bottle yours? Like what do you like to drink it out of? My you kombucha? Just, yeah. Uh so because I was yes. yes, because I was drinking so much kombucha, I was saving all the bottles that I was purchasing <laughs> and i reuse them Genius. all I, I still have them i still have them but yes glass kombucha likes glass okay and, and when you're brewing it it has to sit in these large glass vessels now is it a does it matter if it's dark or clear uh it doesn't mm, it doesn't I know matter some actually beers yes. matter you know they're kind of picky on that but yeah no i had mine in two large clear glass vessels and i just put them in a dark room it's it's got to be dark and warm so right. that their yeast can do its thing. Oh, so it's backwards from. Hmm. Yeah, we don't yeah, want to keep it cold. Yeah, can't be a cool, no no cool place, right? No. Okay. Because then, yeah, the kombucha, the the bacteria and yeast just won't eat. They won't get excited. Yeah, I drank it for a few weeks, and I was like, man, I just feel great drinking this. I there don't you know. Go. It's good for your guts. And I don't know what happened. It's like I just well, oh, that's right. The guy quit, and I couldn't get. I didn't have a. 
Oh, I didn't have a line there. <laughs> that's, been, that's been like our most common thing to say about employees this year is that guy quit. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yay. Uh, uh, not yay. It's just the sarcastic yay. Oh, God. Again. Yeah. Another one. Yeah. That's yeah, tough. So I, I did listen to a, I was listening to a podcast the other day and you were on their show. I can't remember the name. I think it was, uh, um it's the blue collar white collar oh yes yeah blue is the new white there you go Mm -hmm. um and you you said something that i I did want to kind of reiterate is you you kind of went down the road of this is not for everyone right you were like oh this is so cool and Mm -hmm. i want to jump into this and then whether you're male or female right you You go into an attic and it's 140 degrees. Well, in the south, um, or well, anywhere. But um, yeah, I don't know if you want to touch on that a little bit. Like, you know what I mean? You, like my daughter, right? Seeing your seeing your Instagram, it's like, mm-hmm. oh man, this is great. But there is a realistic side to this. Absolutely. Industry. Yeah. yeah. I would say my message has changed over the last few years. And when I first started out and I was first doing some interviews and stuff, I. <laughs> everyone give it a try everyone give the trades a try (laughs) and now three years into it i'm like it's it's tough and if you want i think if you want to have a good idea of like a good sense of the trades follow somebody like on instagram or something like that that keeps it real because there it's a it's an emotional roller coaster some days like i was saying about that blower motor some days it's it defeats you and you're like, how am I ever going to do this? How am I ever going to know this through and through? And some days you feel like a rock star, like you're on top of the world. You can do anything at all. But I feel like every day, almost every day is a challenge. Every job is a challenge. Um, and you got to overcome some fears. And for example, climbing ladders in the beginning for me, that was a really tough thing for me to go get over. And I'm very grateful that I work with my dad and my brother and I can tell them how scared I am. And honestly, like literally hold my dad's hand. (laughs) (laughs) And so now three years in, I can do a ladder. No problem. No problem. But it definitely, or scissor lifts. Oh my goodness. Scissor lifts are so scary, but you got to do it. And that's part of the job. Standing at the very top of a ladder, you're on the second to, to the top rung, and you got nothing to hold on, and you got to take a panel off of a unit. It's scary. Yeah. But you get it done, and then you're like, okay, what else? What else you got? Well, I think <laughs> it's great in the situation that you're in, right? It sounds like your dad and your brother, um, like you got this awesome safety net for sure, mm-hmm. and. And not everybody has that, right? It's just, uh, it is what it is. You get thrown, I mean, I got thrown into this. Um, went to work for a guy, he was by himself, and he's like, I need to hire you right out of school. Okay. Mm-hmm. Puts me in a van. It's like you start running calls. I'm like, what? Um, yeah, I mean, you don't want to talk about losing sleep. Know, it's, right? it's, it's like, yeah. But that's like the norm around here, and it? Maybe that's what's um, driving your your employees away, not yours, is. but you know, I'm maybe you're scaring you. them off. Well, well, you know, you talk about, you know, one of your big, you know, hurdles was as in the office, you didn't understand the terminology. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, for us to hire a counter person, most of the time, you're bringing them in, and they were doing 
you know, they were doing something else. They weren't doing HVAC. You know, this guy might have worked at, for example, he might have been working his way through school, working at McDonald's, and now he's getting out and he's trying to get into a corporate industry. Yeah. Well, an inside sales position kind of gets you a foot in the door, but it's not crazy money. But you go in here and all of a sudden you've got these contractors calling you and they're cussing you six ways to Sunday because you don't know what a TXV is. Yeah, when exactly. you're just now learning how to answer a phone. Yeah. And it, you know, it'll run guys off real quick. You've got to have thick skin to deal with it. Absolutely. Um, you know, I was lucky that I grew up in a business learning a lot of it, but there's still a lot I didn't learn because the majority of the time that I worked with dad's business was in the summer. So I ran install crews from 13 to 18 because that's where I was useful. <laughs> yeah. Um, now getting guys in their thirties and forties to listen to you as a teenager was not easy. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah. But, you know, I never did a ton of service. So even when I went to distribution, you know, it took me a little bit of time to really understand parts more than I did before. And it's so great that so many parts have this like different names for the same thing. Uh, That's that's always the real fun part. Yeah, that doesn't confuse you at all. (laughs) Not at all. Oh, that's good. That's some good stuff. Like, what do you, what, now I'm like, what do you call a, uh, I'll call it a flat back sticky collar, like on ductwork. Okay. But do, it's like, do you guys even use use anything like that, or do you use like tab collars, or what do you guys use, or what do you call them? We have uh, SN drives. So, so okay, so you're doing S lock and drive for putting square duct together, correct? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. if you're cutting a round hole and using a takeoff. What do you guys use for that? Like to go to flex? What do you call that? I don't even know. Just a collar? Yeah, just a collar. Like a okay. Pin. Is it, do you peel off and stick it on there or do you have to screw it on there? Or screw it on, I think. Okay. Yeah. See? Luckily for so me. Always different stuff. Always different stuff. But luckily for me, well, maybe not luckily, I'm not sure. We. <laughs> <laughs> at our company, we don't do a lot of duct work at all. We yeah, always, I noticed you just yeah, do a lot always, of service. Um, which... Subcontract that out. So There you go. But I don't know. I think that's kind of cool. I see people doing their thing, and I'm like, wow, that looks amazing. I want to be able to do that. <laughs> it <laughs> well, is pretty will. cool to be able to learn how to, how to bend metal stuff. Yeah. But then on the other side of things, I'm really lucky that I get exposed to a, such a variety of equipment, like refrigeration and air conditioning equipment. So I I feel very lucky that I have noticed that yeah, uh, you, yeah. you guys are in everything which I, I would love that do you I do mean, a lot of boilers at all I have no boilers at all no I was wondering no. about that because I hadn't really seen you work on any yeah no so we are my dad really specializes in refrigeration um, and so okay. we don't touch anything water related unless it's like a water source heat pump or something like that mm. with which still has refrigeration in it yeah but uh, yeah no boilers no water tanks nothing like that. So, how how many so water source heat pumps do you come across? Is that like a condo thing, or when do you normally see those? So we have one particular office building that has hundreds of them. Are they hanging like hanging above the ceiling? Yeah, or? yeah, they're all hanging oh, by threaded hated rods. And, oh, don't even now. get me started. <laughs> oh, I yeah. hate. So Atlanta, all the high rises in Atlanta have those, and you know, I'm in this guy's like you know ten million dollar freaking uh you know penthouse and i'm up above the ceiling and i can't get to nothing yep 
and this it's just what a, it, well it took me two hours to get up there to check in and park and get in the elevator and go up there oh i, did, I didn't have my ladder oh i gotta go back down mm-hmm. um i mean it's just that's 30 minutes right like, there <laughs> yeah. yeah like it's a one day service call <laughs> for, uh but i think yeah, those, those are, those having are said that though that's also the disconnect between the office and the text the field text right like you go and do a job, and why does it take you two hours? Well, you had no idea that you got to lug all of your equipment mm-hmm. and supplies onto the roof and then walk it across, which is like 10 minutes. Then you get to do your actual job, and then you get to lug it all back across and down. It's like, it's crazy. Well, and then you forget, yeah, you forget your whatever back in the truck. Oh, crap. Now you got to do that whole walk again. So what is the structure at, at you guys, is, with, with y'all three? Like, what's the structure? Who, who lays out? You got to... Somebody <laughs> takes the calls and sets it up or. So dad still runs the show in, in a, like a full-time way. Right. I joke because he's, uh, he's 66 now and we're sort of pushing him towards retirement, but he's not going there. Good oh, luck with he's that. Got, he's got like 20 years left. <laughs> <laughs> Which is fine. I, when I first started, I, I wanted him to like shove off and I wanted, you know, it's my turn. I'm here now. <laughs> but having worked with him for three years now, I'm like, please don't ever leave us. We need your, your brain and your expertise. And yeah, so he still runs the show. He'll still answer the, the, the phones and schedule everything. And, um, yeah, and then my brother. Wow, okay. He, yeah, yeah, he's full, full, full on. As he is, your dad in the field at all? Yes, hundred percent. Oh yeah. wow! Okay. Yeah, yeah. So he, so we, between us three, we have two work vans, and so depending on who needs the help, I'll go help my brother that day or my dad that day, or if we're all feeling very adventurous, they'll send me off on my own. <laughs> well, I can handle most of like just regular maintenance calls now. So they send me off to do those and a few minor repairs. But uh, yeah. Dad like if your brother will diagnose something and then send you back behind him, maybe. Yep. yep for okay. sure. For sure. But what I want more experience in is diagnosing troubleshooting because one day dad's right. not going to be here and I need to, I feel like I need to fill those shoes. Um, yeah. But you're learning such a good, that's what you're, you're learning all the <laughs> components and yeah. you're learning, you, you're going to have such a good base that troubleshooting is not going to be. So when I, when I have class, I tell guys like, look, cause I'll have like a bunch of little 20 year old kids staring at me, um, which I, you know, I'm 39, but they, they, they're kids, whatever. Um, and I'm like, look, you need to know what it is and how it works yeah. before we can start troubleshooting. They just want to jump right in there. Yeah. Um, Fix it. and that's cool, but you know yeah we do oh, get yeah. lucky a lot in this industry <laughs> because we're just like oh i think last time i had these pressures it was like you know it was going out on high head pressure and i changed the txv and it fixed it and mm-hmm. so the next time you have that pressure you're like oh it's the txv totally and you change it and it doesn't fix it yeah. and you're like oh shit yeah, well, you should have diagnosed it to start with. Like, instead, of, you know what I mean. Yeah, don't to- don't change parts on experience from your last call. Yeah. You, they're all new calls. They're all brand new call, and you diagnose it from the jump. You know, Absolutely. and it's so hard to get people to think of things that way. Yeah. Well, I didn't either. You know, like I said, I was thrown into it. But that's what but- I'm saying. Like now that we've, you know, now that you're in that position, 
we oh, always yeah, we always try to push to get guys to see things that way now, and it's just takes time. Well, the way she's learning is just the way it should be, right? Which yep. is the whole idea with going to school mm-hmm. here is you learn all the components, you learn what they do, you learn how they work. So troubleshooting just kind of falls in there. Um, because you understand the... the right. You know, this like isn't working really because it doesn't have multi right now. <laughs> um, so what do you like to... Do you you find yourself going home watching like YouTube stuff? Yeah. Lots. I, I feel like I, that's a great tool yes. somewhat. Especially when I'm at school. While I'm not at school, I, I do try to watch them here and there. But when I'm at school, I'm <laughs> watching YouTubes constantly. Because I find that you can watch the same concept be explained by different people in different ways. And then just, right. you know, one little thing that they say clicks or, ah, mm-hmm. okay. That's it. You can, you, know, you can read it over and over again, but you just hear it in a certain way. And it's like, oh, okay. So yeah, lots of YouTubes. And there's so many resources out there for us. Like there's so many webinars and training things that you can sign up for. And I just always think now, like I just don't have enough time in my day with right. with, with everything. <laughs> like I'm trying to learn this trade. I'm still doing all of the admin and bookkeeping. I'm doing social media, which is like a full-time thing on its own. Um, but it's all really fun. I'm loving it all. So, yeah, I was going to say, so you, from the field you used to be in, so you came on and took right over the books, huh? Mm-hmm. I kind of threw you into that. Yeah. Well, that was where my expertise lay. Like that's where my skills right. were. And yeah, I, I did enjoy that for the time that I was doing that, but now I'd like to hand it off to someone else and I'll <laughs> get there. I'll get there. But. Well, cool. It sounds like you're, uh. You're on the right track, and you, you sounds like you're having a good time. You don't sound too bummed out about yeah. it. No, no, I'm happy. <laughs> I'm excited for next year. Next year's got lots of opportunities and cool things that are coming up. Yeah, so, hopefully yeah. we can get rid of this shortage thing. Yeah. Um, the equipment side looking is looking pretty good. From what I don't know if riding it's it's getting there. Um, Materials is not 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 doing so well though. Yeah, I've got two guys that I'm actually in the middle of trying to f- to get price negotiation done because we're we're pretty much in in good enough shape now. And, and honestly, especially the last three weeks with it, it's been between sixty and seventy in December. It's been slow as hell. So yeah, <laughs> we're we're in a position that we can for the first time in about I don't know probably. 12 months I can actually look at maybe bringing one or two guys on that are you know oh. small to medium sized customers um, it's you know it's it's a hard thing when you're your job is to go out and make sure everybody gets what they need on a day to day basis to do their job Yeah. and you've spent the last 24 months with everyone but you dictating your paycheck and what you can do mm-hmm it's it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. We'll get some get some uh, get some materials coming for everybody. It sound it, it talking to you. It sounds like it's worldwide here. Obviously, yeah. um, different day, different shortage. <laughs> all the all the gas valves are on a container ship. Yeah, apparently, you send them <laughs> to us. We need them. <laughs> yeah, we definitely don't need them here right now. No, um, we need TXVs right now, actually. We can use some of those. <laughs> Discovered that on the few today. 
Well, cool. Thanks for coming on the show. Is there anything else you want to throw in there? Any advice for well, some that, new? I was going to say, uh, do you yeah. want to say anything about uh, women in HVACR too? Mm-hmm. I know you're you're part of that in Canada. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I guess what I will say is, I think it's really important that if you are in the trade in the HVAC, especially if you are a woman and you are doing your thing, I think it's really important to show others what you're doing like put yourself out there one of my favorite quotes is you can't be what you can't see and so that's that's really the reason why i post on my instagram almost every day is because i just i want to be seen because i really think that like your your daughter kylie oh yeah she's gonna be an hvac now there you go and maybe she would set her right up (laughs) well maybe she had never even considered that maybe she wouldn't even know what eight okay maybe because of her dad is thing who, how would she even know what HVAC is? Right. It's it's confusing and, and a weird concept. Um, so, yeah. No, the trades aren't out there to see, mm-hmm. I feel like. No, Still. and that's a lot of the problem. Yeah. But I really think Instagram or social media is changing that. Technicians are becoming more more proud of what they do, and they want to show off their craft and their workmanship. Yep. And I, I think that's great. I think that's just benefiting the industry. And I think it does hugely because a lot of guys, you know, they just go in there and they throw it in. They don't care. It works. It works. It's great. Mm -hmm. But, you know, if I were a homeowner, I would want it to look like you at least wanted it to go in clean. Yeah. Right. Well, you can. Oh, some of these guys on Instagram, these installs, I'm like, oh, man. I I don't know. I guess I just, I I used to take a lot of pride in my install and really clean and. I would like clean up like half the yard just so my outdoor unit would look good. I'm like cutting bushes down. Right. I mean, (laughs) and I don't, I didn't take any pictures of that though. Like it just wasn't, it wasn't, you know what I mean? Yeah. It just wasn't a thing. I'm like, dang, I wish I would have. Yeah. We just, we just did it and we're like, yep, that looks great. And then we did another one the next day. Right. I mean, that and the pictures that we did take, when you look at them now, you're like, God, what did I take that on a Polaroid? Yeah, a flip phone. Yeah, a BlackBerry. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's that's what's so great about our new phones now. Like, I've got a Pixel phone, and it'll it'll give me memories of two years ago, three years ago, four years ago. You were doing this. Oh yeah. Right. That's awesome. and I love it. I have so 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 many photos. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I'm actually paying for paying for cloud storage so now. am i, I. Ever do that. Oh, i just knew i'd never do that <laughs> thank um, you dropbox all yeah. these like thumb drives i got laying around i got like a million terabytes and i'm paying for but see if it's on that i can't get to it like, exactly it's yeah, gotta I mean, be on my phone who has who walks around with a flash drive anymore it's right. all, on your, all on your phone <laughs> So cool. Yeah. Thanks for being on the show and uh, hopefully we'll see you in Vegas. Um, yes. We're still looking for a, another guest for our. Yes, we are. We have two spots. We have mm-hmm. one open. Oh, so well. If you're floating around, I may so, hit you up. You know, if you're interested uh, on Tuesday, what is it? I think our, what, 11 to 12 on Tuesday is open. Okay. Okay. I will get back to you on that. I think I would love to do that. Yeah, but we got uh, this. Will be our first time doing the uh, the. I don't know if you've seen the pavilion. I've never seen that. Mm-hmm. Um, the last time I was at 
um, AHR, they didn't have it. So nope, it wasn't the, there uh, yet. Podcast Pavilion, yeah, we're up on stage and we it's oh, out fun. loud. So people people just walk in and we're podcasting and. Um, hey, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, you know, bring some kombucha. We'll right. cheers it up there. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's gonna be such a fun time if it all goes through. I oh my goodness, it's gonna be a party and a half. Yeah, it's a lot to take in. <laughs> AHR is so. Well, and just all these Wear friends I've made shoes. over the last couple of years. Wear good shoes. I'm planning on wearing my my steel toes. They're the comfiest shoes I have. Oh yeah, that's true. Of course, you you're, you're really rep, that's you rep some, I was gonna say, don't you rep some boots? <laughs> I, I do. Timberland Pro, baby. <laughs> nice. Okay. And I so I honestly I have I have boots that I work in, and then my I've got weekend boots that are steel toes because they're just so comfortable. <laughs> yeah. And I live in I, I live in my Helly Hansen and my my Timberland. I'm a true rep. <laughs> <laughs> no, you gotta have the right gear up I there live in it. for sure. I've never worked in ten below, so I can't say. I, you definitely gotta have gear for that. Oh, I've never yeah. worked when you said it warmed up to ten below. Uh huh. No, that happened. Oh, no, thank you. That no, we, we we shut the whole state down <laughs> for some weather like that. Yeah, it's not fun to work in. On Monday, it was minus fifteen degrees Celsius, which I guess is about fifteen degrees Fahrenheit. I think. Um, and uh, by the time we got back to the track, my hands, I had gloves on, but my hands were burning, like <laughs> painful burning. I was like, this is crazy. Is this what frostbite feels like? <laughs> my brother Jeez. just laughs like, please, <laughs> it's not that bad. So is he, is he running the camera sometimes for you on some of your stuff? Very, very rarely. Very rarely. Okay. He's, Put that thing like, down. We got one there. I was like, going to say, is he cool with that? or? He's Yeah, he's okay with that. And my dad is getting better at it as well, especially now <laughs> that I'm starting to – like I'm sponsored by certain companies. Now we're getting like free things, and he quite likes that. Oh, he quite yeah. likes that. He quite likes that. <laughs> <laughs> but I, my brother is a ter- – oh, my dad too. Terrible, terrible cameraman. So <laughs> only if I'm in like – if I'm in really dire straits and I'm like, can you just take this picture for me? Can you take just 12 just in case? Okay. Take- <laughs> and, and then I'll pick one. That's kind of okay. <laughs> I'm very particular. <laughs> oh yeah. You gotta be ready to post and I've, it. And I've gotten very good at tele- selfies. Selfies are, are a skill, I think. And I have gotten that skill down. Well, cool. I'm looking forward to seeing some more stuff. Um, so everybody go on uh, Instagram and follow HVAC Jess thank you and watch her trials and tribulations <laughs> um, keep up the good work and uh, yeah let us know if you want to want to record live in Vegas and we'll we'll throw you on there awesome that sounds fun we appreciate it Jess it's been fun awesome. to, yep. to talk to you well, thank you so much yep. for having me, guys. I really appreciate it. It was a great chat. And I'm just about to have my last sip of kombucha right now. So, perfect timing. Nice. <laughs> well, hey, All right, um, well, have a good night. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Yeah, come on. Man, that was a good time. That was a good time. I'm glad she came on the show. I am, too. Yeah, she's uh, she's she's pumped. I wish, yeah, I wish half the texts I talked to were as excited as she is about doing this. She's got a nice... Uh, and she'll tell you this too. She's got a nice safety net. Yep. Um, 
But there's companies out there that offer that, and you should head in that direction, right? If you feel like you're going down the wrong track, wrong path, um, you know, larger company. Here, it has to be a larger company, I say. Um, I know our buddy Zach, his company is not as large, but it it they're, they're doing the same thing, right? If you're not ready, you're not ready. That's but it. That doesn't mean you can't be in the industry. I feel like some of these guys come into my office and they're like, man, I just can't find good help out there. They literally want you to, they want to hire you and put you in a van and you're good to go. Yep. And, but they want you to be young and eager. It's like, look, man, you're not getting both. Um, so, so yeah, what well, you want to, you want to hit on some recaps? I mean, we're, this is like the longest show we've ever had. We're I know, crushing. It's, it's, I know. Um, I'm glad that you didn't hit end and we have to try to pick it back up. I did that I last like, time. I was like, don't do it. Don't do it. That's what I was like. <laughs> and then here in a minute, I was like, don't just keep going. Um, yeah, I thought we'd uh, we'd run through our top five episodes and see if there's anything you wanted to say about it real quick. Because when this when this posts, we'll have just announced what number one was, so I can talk about it now because you're already going to know it. Um, so number five so far episode all time was making millions in HVAC. Oh, the clickbait! The clickbait. Um, number four was spring into HVAC accessories. Excellent. Oh, accessories. Yeah, I very, like very talking good. about. Yep. Um, number three was HVAC myths. I feel like that we need to do a number two on I that. I think we do. There's really, so many. Yeah, we got a lot more to do on that. Um, I, I meant to ask her about accessories, but it's just a different kind of business setup she's in. Yeah. Especially um, when they're being so, with it but, being so much refrigeration. Yeah, it's fix it. Fix um, it, Felix. I could crush that. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Number two. Episode 19, Balder Bush. Balder Bush. Balder Bush. Probably um, a little bit of clickbait there, too. A little clickbait there. <laughs> um, the photo for tomorrow that announces that one is pretty funny. Oh, God. And then uh, number one all time. Fancy like, thank you, clickbait. Thank you. Also, clickbait. Yeah. So Um, our first episode of 2022 (laughs) is going to be whatever the newest song is out. Yes. (laughs) Um, It's probably still fancy like. Who knows? Um. Oh, but then I felt like I had to. I had to bring in some honorable mentions because I still love. uh, Still love headed to the beer store. Um, and it was yep. close. It was top 10, uh, reefer talk at a hotel bar. That was great. Oh um, man. I forgot that was, about that. That was, really, that was a really cool one. God, me and that guy just went on and on. I mean, what are the chances of that? I know. Sit down at the bar out of town and, oh, what was that, uh, compressor company he worked for? It was, uh, starts with an H. Uh, I can't even think of it now either. Uh, 
Jeez. Anyway, yeah, what are the chances of that? Him sitting there, I'm like, what do you do? Oh, what do you do? I'm like, oh, Jesus, here we go. Yep. And it's on. It's kind of kind of like this. Oh. So you can't, I can't do that tonight because I'm pouring Willet. It's, I can't get a good sound bite here. I got you. Ryan's um, counting down his top five. Counting down the top five. You crack that like three times, and she's like, I've just got my one she's bottle like, of kombucha. I got my here. kombucha. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, so cool. She was drinking that. Oh, man. And she makes her own. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She got into that. And I'm like, oh, shit. I don't know nothing about it. She's killing it. I was close. It is a cult. Uh, they get, they get the cultures and the mother and all that. Yeah. All right. So, um, she could possibly be a guest. Yeah. You know, we've already got hey, Lucas uh, from five to six uh, later in that day. So, you know, starting the day off with Jess, that might be that might be good. Well, that's yeah, right. I feel right like at lunchtime. Anybody I know is not going to record with us at eight o'clock in the morning. No. No, probably not. Hopefully, we get to go, man. It's. Uh, I know. Keep getting emails from the school about the South Carolina and the spread, and it's just. Well, what's so funny is now all these symptoms are these people that I know. The symptoms are all mild now. Every symptom that exists is a COVID symptom. So good luck figuring that out. Yeah, but I just read another article yesterday. That, I'm trying to remember what or, where it was from. But it was saying that it's actually nowhere near as prevalent as the CDC actually thought. But hmm. it's like, well, which one is it? Because, you know, the other thing that's interesting is they keep telling us how crazy it is. But if you notice that they don't tell you numbers of cases at all anymore. When there for a while, they were shoving how many cases it was a day up your every orifice you had. To right. Make sure you knew about it. Well, now they don't list that at all. Well, so the few people that my, my brother just had it and he's, you know, he's in no shape to have it, right? He's not a poster of health here, but, um, of course he's vaccinated. I think he might've had a booster maybe, um, but you know, he's 47, 46. <coughs> he had, sounded like he had a cold. I was talking to him on the phone, had the sniffles and that's pretty much been the last two or three people I've talked to. Um, so it's kind of, I mean, sounds like to me, it's, it's kind of moving towards somewhat like flu and cold, cold and flu season. I mean, but, uh, I don't know. You know, there's still people out there that are losing people. I don't know. It's hard to, so yeah, so we got, um, we got our meet and greet sessions out there and also Casino Quest. So we're going to be throwing some dice. I got to start practicing up on that. I went down a wormhole the other day and started playing Solitaire on my phone. I forgot how much I like Solitaire. God, I can't Solitaire think of the last guy. time I played no. Solitaire. I, no, I used to all the time. So something popped up on my phone. It was like, you can make money playing Solitaire. I'm like, dang, really? Downloaded the app and it's like 
you know, throw some money in here, throw five bucks in there, and you get in a tournament, and you can win 70 bucks. And I clicked on it, and I'm like, sure, I'll play. Not in this state. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, well, this this can't. It's too easy, right? This is too good to be true. Can I really play solitaire for money? No, not in South Carolina. Oh, it's like, players. turn on your location. I turned it on. It's like, you're not, you can't do that here. God. Freaking man, always keeping us down. Hey, now speaking of of gaming, uh, I heard a uh, a radio ad for the casino, the new local casino, saying that they had yeah, saying that they had digital table games now. Oh, so there's five hundred more. But but is it five hundred more slots or is it actual? Like well, digital table games. Like, did they ever get a freaking bubble craps or something? Well, there's one way to find out. Well, that is true. We need to go. So Real my mother-in-law trip. calls me like two days before Christmas Eve. I'm down here wrapping presents. She's like, it was probably nine o'clock at night. She's like, hey, you want to run over to Kings Mountain with me? <laughs> I'm like, no. Yes. <laughs> she's like, come on. I'm like, it's nine o'clock at night. She's like, yeah, but they got 500 more games. I'm like, I don't want to play slots. She's like, yeah, but I do. And I need somebody to go with me. I'm like, no. So I didn't go. She was pissed, but um, she found somebody else to go. So, yeah, I'm going to ask her. I don't know if she'll remember what's in there, but I'll text her tomorrow and see. Yeah, like digital crafts or something. God, yes. I'm in there. We, <laughs> we we need to go soon. We just need to make a walkthrough, see what they got. We'll do a couple live Instagram something. All right, you got anything else? Oh man, we have one more day. What tomorrow? And then we're closed on the thirty first. Yep. You know it's it's been crazy that. Uh, We've done this for over a year now. Well, and I think it's crazy that we had <laughs> some guests on here. We got HVAC Jess, who's, you know, got an awesome story. And just the fact that we had a a chick on here from British Columbia that's a HVAC tech. Is, I, st- I, I, still wanna know, I still <laughs> want to know how they got from South Africa to British Columbia. Yeah, she didn't want to get into that. It was probably a rough trip. <laughs> I'm, oh, good Lord. I, I hated moving like five miles. I can't imagine. That's probably what, like 15,000? Yeah, you don't, you don't move that far. You just drive that far and your shit just shows up. Hey, you know what? But all I know is that <laughs> I know that people that are from South Africa seem to have a great, uh, have, have happened to have a great reputation everywhere. I remember when I went to the Middle East and oh, yeah. my cousin said, um, if you ever get in trouble, tell him you're from South Africa. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I was like, that's not going to work out if they take me to that embassy. But sure. No. <laughs> yeah, so thanks everybody for listening this year. Um, we got more guests to come. and We do. Maybe. I'm excited. Uh, we yeah. get to knock our first state off the list next week. And as if you've not noticed, our guests, uh, we, we, we kind of take them down a different different rat hole, right? I mean, uh, 
A lot of BS, a little bit of HVAC. Hey, HVAC, beer, bullshit. Right here on HVAC RD. What's your static? What's your static? Still love that. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great new year, and we will see you very, very soon. See y'all. Peace. Peace. Mm-hmm.